everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mystic in the Hague. I'm Leah. And I'm Danielle. Today we're going to take things down a notch and just have kind of a free flow chit chat episode. I feel like we're both feeling kind of tired from the full moon or something. <laughs> that full moon, can I just tell you, that was a wild one. That's the first full moon where I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep at all. I haven't, honestly, I've been having issues with sleeping probably for the last five days and insomnia is just rubbing its head at me. Oh. It's bad. It's bad. I hate it. (laughs) How did you feel about the full moon that just happened in Pisces? I was in Pisces? Yeah. No wonder I feel tired. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing with the moon. So I used to be super, super in tune with the moon, being like, okay, it's like full, or it's in Aries, I can feel it, or it's in Cancer, and I feel whatever. But lately, I've been so disconnected from the moon, and its energy, and its phases, and everything, I really need to get back on track with that. Yeah, I agree with you there, like, I'm in the same boat. Moon phases really affect me, usually, and I think maybe what's different for me is that I feel maybe just not in tuned Mm. with regards to like my own connection with magic and spirituality that I don't, or how do I say it's like almost like I've been, because I've been so disconnected, I haven't been even bothering to really, you know, care where the moon is at. (laughs) So I still am affected by it. I just don't know why I'm having all these feeling just a mystery and then uh, my friend told me literally my friend who is not a magical like he is a magic person but like not as you know connected to like his own rituals and things like that and he's like oh yeah the full moon's tonight in pisces or something and i was like how the heck do you know and i don't know right now or i just didn't seem to keep up but it made sense and what was really interesting in this with this full moon, I found that people who weren't even well, this is not a surprise, but people who aren't like in tuned or you know were super infect- affected by it with regards emotionally, like people that I knew, my family members, also with regards to like some of my best pals, mm-hmm. um, even the day of or like the day before the full moon, they were like showing signs around like feeling really like sadness, a lot of sadness, a lot of emotions, not able to name where it was coming from or the reasons why it was coming, what was happening. It was just a full blown, messy, emotional time for a lot of folks. I feel like. (sighs) Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've just been tired. My body's been weird, which now having this conversation, like, is it because the moon affects water. Yes. That's why I'm so dehydrated and my body is acting weird and feeling weird. Yeah. Thanks. I hate it. And our moon, no, a rising. We're both rising in cancers, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's always adds that extra layer for me personally. Yeah. And like normally with the moon, if like, if it's in cancer or any type of water sign, I usually feel it really strongly Same. and I can like schedule my life around it. But that's part of the disconnect I've been feeling is I just, it's like, oh, the moon exists, I guess. And then I just, yeah, I haven't been conscious of it the way I know I should be. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't want to shit all over myself or whatever. I know. I sometimes, like, <laughs> some things do make your life better if you, like, hold yourself accountable to the thing. And also it gives you a piece of compassion when you know it's some of it is affected by the moon. Yeah. I know for me when I'm in a low, not to say that I think, like, when people are in low, that means, oh, it has to do with your astrological sign or the moon phase. I'm not saying that, but it helps me distinguish between the two because only you can decide if something has to do with like our planets and versus your emotions. And I think that can help me name it better. Totally. When I didn't, when I don't know about it and then I am kind of like, Oh God, is it just like one of those, low moments that I'm experiencing or but then it's really like very validating knowing that it has to do with the moon right which is nice and realizing like you're not alone and I that I 100% believed in this moon cycle was that it was such a collective struggle I think or shift for people that everybody was being vulnerable with one another about sharing where they're at which I think it's beautiful when everybody is vulnerable and can be vulnerable with each other. Totally. Because, like, there's so much strength in vulnerability, Mm -hmm. but people are still a little afraid of vulnerability generally. Which is ridiculous to me. But, I mean, like, we grow grow up in, you know, the patriarchy where it doesn't allow us to have feelings or anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Super frustrating. Yeah. Any major life changes for you right now? So probably the biggest thing, I did a psychic retreat this past weekend um, with Now Age Travels out of Salem. And that was wild. It was a two and a half day retreat, like via the interwebs. So the title of the retreat was Talking with Spirits. So it was all about channeling and like getting energetic messages and energetic pictures. We learned how to channel using the vibration of names and pictures and stuff. How did that go for you with names and pictures? It was really cool. So okay. I found names easier to read from. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's so the way it was structured was really good. Um, one of the teachers was Erica Lee, who's a medium out of North Shore, Boston area. Mm-hmm. She like channels loved ones in spirit and like deceased loved ones, et cetera. That's her main thing. So she was the one leading the name class and the picture class. And the way she did it was kind of cool because she would give us a name or a picture and then we'd all write down like our whatever messages or whatever we were getting. Mm -hmm. And then we'd break off into pairs and kind of compare notes, see if we got anything similar, see what came up. And then we'd come back to the main room, like in the technical sense. (laughs) (laughs) And we would all kind of go over our findings and Erica Lee would write them all down and then kind of go over everything and be like, this is like true to this person and blah, 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 and kind of start to paint a picture of who this person was. So they had a specific person in mind. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So everyone that she was having us channel was someone she knew in spirit. So the names I found to be a lot easier. One in particular was kind of wild because I saw, I've never gotten such clear images before when doing any kind of psychic work. So I don't do a ton of psychic work. Mm -hmm. I find it really exhausting. It is exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I got, was getting really clear images and then I was also getting a lot of 
physical sensations as well. Isn't that mild? It is so weird. I've never experienced that before. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And like one, I felt like a lot of pressure in my head. And Erica Lee said that that was something to do with how he died. Interesting. And with like the pressure in his head, like kind of matched. And I was like, that's spooky. Really cool. But so spooky. Yeah. And just the way I was getting messages. And then basically <laughs> my takeaway every after every class is like, Leah, you just need to trust yourself and trust your abilities and everything. Because clearly like this isn't just a million lucky guesses. <laughs> no. And I'm still trying to convince myself of that case. But ever since this past weekend, I feel like I've been in a weird dream space. And like, I think I'm starting to concern my husband and some of our friends a little bit. Cause I'll be like, I thought I read this thing as this way. Or like, I'm, I always kind of exist part way between like dreams and reality where mm-hmm. sometimes I can't tell which is which. And when you're talking to, like, a more mundane person, that makes you sound really fucking crazy. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not to use, like, ableist language, but, like, I just, yeah. So I think I was, like, starting to concern some people being, like, and, like, I've been hearing weird things. But also the veil is starting to thin as well. That's how I feel, too. And I think that also when you, personally for me, when I've leveled up, psychically there's like moments of not moments but days after that I'm in this like other realm for for and living in it for a little while it's weird it is weird and it's like foggy and and, but also kind of very I don't know I get really like excited about it but I it's it's hard you can live in it for too long so you do have to be careful and bring yourself back into it into the groundedness of like of our earthly plane but I'm so excited for you about those (laughs) because I remember having those experience for the first time and what that felt like and totally that whole feeling of like, am I just making guesses? Is this what it is? And I find, to be honest, the most random things that I say are the most in readings or doing any kind of psychic work. I usually, at the beginning, I tried to hold those back, but I realized in the beginning, that actually I shouldn't be holding those back because they're actually, like, real messages that are yeah. specific. And so once I started sharing that with people, people were like, oh, shit, like, that has to do with X O or something like that. But physical symptoms, so wild. Yeah. I get them a lot, too, when I read for folks. And usually I find what's really interesting for clients lately is clients have been having issues with their throat chakra. Mm. And so when I'm reading for clients, I will have a really hard time explaining a certain card to them. And then once I name it, I said, oh, I think you are actually having your own issues with communication and like with regards to your own experience of like even empowering yourself in some mm. way with your throat, then, then I'm able to actually speak properly. Which is so wild. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, that's something that you'll end up experiencing in the future, just, like, these little points of the body. I mean, you're an empath. You do feel these things. Yeah. As much as I hate to, like, I don't like calling myself an empath, but it's like, yeah, I am. I just... We're all kind of... We are literally all empaths in some ways. But it's just about us getting more in tune to it. Totally. I'm so excited for you. This is such a big shift hey totally i think i'm just now it's been 
yeah, pretty much a week since the first day of the retreat. And I think I'm only just starting to get more grounded to my normal, typical state again. Yeah. But yeah, for the first couple days after the retreat, I mean, it probably feeds into why I'm so tired as well. Because <laughs> like, I kept getting headaches. Because um, I think it was just like the mental strain. Oh, yeah. And I was doing some Reiki to cleanse and charge some crystals for people. Because I'm like cycling out ones I no longer use and just yeah. passing them along. But I found afterwards I was getting like such a like pressure headache from doing Reiki. It's like, I'm just going to take a few days and not do any like heavy lifting psychic wise. Yeah. Um, that type of self-care is important. It's so important. And it's like practicing with anything. Totally. Right? You're really just improving a muscle I know that sounds so cheesy to say it's It's so true and same with like your energetic level too like once you build off of it it's going to expand too yeah I get pretty tired if I do too many readings in one day same like I'll be knocked out I remember I didn't the align market I think I saw 15 people (gasps) in one day so much it was so much fun though yeah but um and everybody weirdly had very similar questions and heavy questions Mm. there was like a lot of things that were happening which was really interesting but beautiful at the same time yeah but I remember the next day I had like probably napped for two hours in the afternoon because I was so exhausted yeah but Sometimes it's worth it to, like, drain your energy a little bit. I don't know. That was worth it for me, I think. Yeah. Like, I kind of miss doing readings for people because I used to read at Tiger Step Fleet on Center yeah. Street. And it would always be so exhausting. But then I would go home and have, like, a really good meal and then watch some movies and that would ground me enough and then we'd just sleep really well. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't done it in a while for, like, a number of reasons, including the whole pandemic situation. God. Yeah. But I kind of miss it sometimes. Yeah. I I really I like reading a lot more these days. I think for a while there, I was getting pretty tired of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's about shifting the services. And it's interesting to see how we're all, you and I are both growing in our own practice, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I know for me, like this week, I have like, well, not just this week, I've been deciding to change my services. Mm-hmm. I've been finding, you know, 20 minutes. 30 minutes of readings, not enough for my me and my clients as of recently, feeling that there's just needs to be more space, yeah. which maybe that will also, I'm a little worried about it because I'm like, okay, is that going to take a lot of my energy or is it going to provide me more energy because I'm not rushing and I'm not just, you know, channeling times 10, you know, just to yeah. get everything out And I feel like it will be beneficial for everybody involved. But those are things that you have to think about when you're practicing with other people. And I don't think people, I don't know, we talked about energy exchange before and how sometimes people don't really understand or realize the amount of energy that it does take when someone is reading for you or doing any energy work. Totally. Yeah. It's... It's giving a lot mm-hmm. and it doesn't, when you're the receiver, it doesn't feel like that much, mm-hmm. but when you're the person offering the services of any, like whether it's tarot or Reiki or whatever, it's definitely 
I mean, you're pulling from so much and shifting energy and mm-hmm. moving things around. And that's a lot of work. It's so much work. Yeah. And you, especially if you're feeling like physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. I've had physical symptoms based on what my clients are feeling. Mm-hmm. And that really can affect your how your body reacts. Yeah. Especially depending on who you're seeing. I know even though I've seen like body workers, energy healers, and other intuitive folks. And I definitely, I have felt tired after just even going to see them. And I'm curious. It wouldn't surprise me if they were like 10 times feeling tired after that. Yeah. If I'm feeling exhausted from my own personal session. Totally. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised about that. What's happened with you? Oh, gosh. So much. So I've decided that I will be moving from, I know, I know, it's really bittersweet. This decision kind of happened around the full moon. Well, it's been a, it's been an ongoing decision for me mm-hmm. about Calgary and like the possibility of moving, but for like a lot of different reasons, I think it's a good shift for me to move. So I will be moving back to Manitoba, which will be interesting. So we'll see how long that lasts. It was interesting because I had a lot of feelings about it. And then I wasn't sure if it's a right decision or not. And I think what I want to talk about is that when you're in flow or alignment or however you want to call it, there definitely will be like signs and you'll start really realize like how easy Mm -hmm. those decisions are being made. Or if you're feeling stagnant, that you, once you make a decision, how things, the energy will shift. And, and that really happened for me when I made that decision about moving to Manitoba. Like I said, it was all around the full moon, which is also wild in itself. Mm -hmm. It was like a weekend of planning with people around if this was a good decision and when and what dates and all this other stuff. Initially, I was thinking October 1st. Then I was like, oh my God, that is way too soon to move across the country. <laughs> Not across the country, but like midway. Yeah, it's a lot of prairie to go through. It's a whole lot of prairies, which I love the prairies, by the Same. way. The prairies are so beautiful. Prairies have such a bad rep. I fucking love driving in Manitoba in the country. It is gorgeous especially in the summer with all the canola fields like everything is pretty about that like I have a huge attachment to that I've been feeling like energetically stagnant I think everybody has been feeling energetically stagnant and that's a whole other thing that I want to talk about later (laughs) but my when I made this decision about moving yeah around the October 1st I was like oh maybe the 15th and then my landlord was like no, I don't think the 15th is going to work. Like, okay. And so I decided, okay, November 1st, whichever. And literally I told this per- these my landlords on the 31st, I think it was. And literally that day, I didn't even give them like a written notice quite yet. I just mm-hmm. kind of mentioned to them that I would let them know by tonight or something. And then they were like, okay, we actually have somebody who wants to come in for a viewing tomorrow, the day like literally the one day after and I was very stressed out I was very confused I was like oh god this isn't this you know I have to like stay up and make sure like my place is all like perfect for a viewing and stage it and so much pressure so much pressure and then my landlord was like okay I can ask them about getting you like out on the 15th and I said okay 
And then literally that day, they rented the place in one day, which is so interesting to me because (laughs) I was also very worried about having to see so many, how many, having so many viewings Mm -hmm. because that's annoying. Yeah. So that was like one part of the synchronicities about it. And then second, I was reaching out to an organization, a local organization that I was thinking of potentially working for a little bit on the side. And then they were just randomly like, yeah, we're looking for casual staff and just things like that. It just all seemed to flow really easily and a little bit scary because mm-hmm. of how easy the flow has been. Even just thinking about how I'm moving my stuff or selling my stuff has been really easy. Almost like too fast. It's almost like, cake. Hey, let me let me get used to this <laughs> idea of my stuff leaving my apartment. I think that was just like a big learning for me. It's like once and like how supported I felt by my guides and like my the universe around this shift and change that Mm -hmm. needed to happen around the flow and the alignment piece because when you're really on it it's not that hard like it doesn't yeah you're gonna have like hard pieces in your life Mm -hmm. but if it's a true alignment of where you're supposed to be shifting that's where that I have the utmost trust that the universe will support you. It was just a really cool learning experience that I haven't felt in a while mm-hmm. or felt in flow in a while. It's so cool, though. It's nice to get those kind of affirming messages from the ether and everything yeah. that you are on the right path and things are working for like your highest, best and everything. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. Mm-hmm. And it just shows like how we really need to challenge ourselves and challenge ourselves to go in that uncomfortable setting, even if it feels really scary. And those leaps of faith are really important and show us our growth. And yeah, it's such a bittersweet experience because Calgary has shifted my life so much over the last seven years and the community that I built within our spiritual community has been phenomenal and especially like you I know well this podcast gonna keep going and we'll visit each other and it'll be great no I think it'll be fine I don't think there's gonna be any difference within our connection I actually think it's gonna grow yeah same yeah you and I really like communicating with people not from our same city. So that's just going to make us want to communicate with each other more because we won't live in the same city. Yeah. Not that we don't communicate enough, but anyways, yeah. we really do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be great, though. Yeah. I can't wait for you to come visit in Manitoba. Be and fun. I, I know. I can't wait to come back to Calgary. We have at least two futons, so. <laughs> oh, yay. I would love to stay with you and the kitties. Yeah, it'd be fun. That would be so much fun. I feel like, you know, life is shifting so much for folks. Yeah. This, like, whole pandemic, global events, everything is, like, you're mentioning stagnant energy, and mm-hmm. I think partially a lot of us are feeling stagnant from, like, the past almost year. Mm-hmm. More like, honestly, like seven or eight months, I guess. Yeah, a big chunk. Yeah. Yeah, and that is affecting our energy. But then, like, so much is happening that I think is 
we're all wanting to shake up that energy. So things are happening for people. We're propelling forward, way forward, like so much more than I think people are realizing. Like we're shifting timelines. Like I really truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And as I say this, I get the chills. So that tells me something. And that can mean a lot. When people are thinking about timelines, that can mean a lot of different things for folks. I think some people like call it new earth, like whatever that means. How do you feel about the new earth term that everybody throws around? I haven't heard this term. Okay, so there's a term called new earth. I don't know exactly what it means, but I think what I under from what I understood, it's about a new level of consciousness. So it can get pretty, I don't know, it can get pretty culty. Like, I, I want to be, like, cautious of these, like, <laughs> spiritual terms. Be cautiously open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. But I do believe that there is some type of shift in the collective. I really have said this probably everywhere, and my guides are saying I need to say it here. But because I think we're at a place of really wanting to transform. Mm -hmm. And I truly do believe we only have a few more months left to really push ourselves Mm -hmm. and challenge ourselves to grow at a certain pace. I think that that energy of that shift is only around for a short period of time. And then I'm not like I'm not trying to scare anyone or anything (laughs) like that. That doesn't mean you can't grow and change after that or anything like that. But there is something about this period of being being able to really propel yourself within the next few months that I mm. keep getting it. That is like really important hmm. for people to know because if you don't, like, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to propel forward or to change that energy or shift it in some way. So that is just something that my guides continue to tell me that I need to tell everybody. So I'm just plugging it in there because they will be mad at me Fair. if I don't say anything. How do you feel about stuff like that? Like, do you have anything around you feel about the collective? Not especially. Like, I'm pretty, energetically, I'm generally pretty separate from the collective. I'm like a lone wolf just living with my cats. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. But, like, I do think it's cool how we're living in this age of revolution and change, Mm -hmm. um, even though it's definitely harder for some people than others. 100%. And, like, it's scary at times. Yeah. It's still inspiring to see because when we think of other major changes like this that have happened, like in other ages, I'm going to just change gears. I don't know where I'm going with this. Are you talking about decades? Like in terms yeah, of like, like experiences? Yeah, of and like how astrology affects different things. Yeah, yeah, so you could say it. Yeah, so like right now, like Scorpio is back, or Pluto is back in Scorpio or something. And yeah. that's like our generational Pluto. And there's something about how, like, our generation feels these certain things. And it's like, that makes so much sense. And we are in this age where there are all these major shifts. And it's all at, like, the way things are lining up astrological definitely sets it up for these kinds of big changes and everything. And around certain decades, too. I I don't know all the specifics about it, but I've heard that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not an astrologer. Me neither. Yeah. I like astrology, but Me sometimes too. I go off on it and I'm like, I don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Some, but that's also sometimes intuitive messages that are sure. connected to the planets and we're all connected to the planets. So I do. Yeah, I agree though. I think there is something being done around our generation and like the shift of needing a revolution while well, we are in a revolution. Yeah. That you can't deny. 
That's cool. But it's a it's a lot also. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot on people's hearts. Mm-hmm. That still doesn't mean we get to like bypass it all and no. not take part. Yep, we, we have to be involved. <laughs> you can't just do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I need to get back on social media again soon. But I just I found that after doing the psychic retreat, I just needed such a big break. Yeah, I was just gonna say like that probably gave you so much space to really like integrate all this teaching. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just needed some time to kind of think about everything and I'll go back fresh and I'm sure I'll make more people mad again with my thoughts. And it's also about when talking about, I don't know, social issues, you get to be strategic about how you want to share things, I think. And it's important to be strategic and not be performative because being performative isn't really helpful no and so yeah that's something that I really just want to continue to like practice and integrate what does fellowship and activism really mean to me and like what is the way that I need to continue to show up for and all about integrity too totally that's what it comes down to yeah is integrity how are you feeling? Oh, can I talk about something for a second? Yeah. Okay, so I watched on Crave. There's, um, sorry, I'm moving around on my couch. Have you, you've heard of Nexium, right? Is that what it's called? Nexium? Oh, Nexium, like the Nexium, cult? Nexium, the cult. Yes. Have you been watching on Crave? They have a documentary series happening, happening right now. No, but I listened to a podcast on my CBC about it. Okay, so I've been watching the Crave, like, series, and... I had a bit of a mini um, anxiety attack over it. Fair. Because (laughs) this is talking about the spiritual community. Okay, so there's a lot of things about Nexium that I'm like, yeah, I believe. Because they talk about um, manifestations. They talk about, like, alignment. They talk about being, having integrity, like, empowering yourself and all this other stuff that has to do with like self-growth and mindfulness and like shifting your perspective they talk about quantum healing and quantum physics which is like a big thing in the spiritual community about shifting your timeline and all that stuff Mm -hmm. which I believe can happen and then I had a mini like anxiety attack because I was like God, am I just buying into cultness? And then, and then I thought, oh my God, am I just treating my clients as going to be a cult? Like, oh my God. So, I, so, I had many freak outs about this. So I think about this a lot. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because, you know, like, I never want to be in a cult. I never want to start a cult accidentally or otherwise exactly i just want people to have free will and live their lives and whatever but it is really disconcerting how many things that we practice that are witchy or whatever that make their way into cults and cults yeah like i watched this documentary a couple months ago i can't remember what's called but it's about this yogi who like started this really big yoga movement. The Bikram yoga? Yes. I saw that too. It freaked me the right right out. And I remember all of like this shit talk about this because there was a Bikram yoga studio in Victoria where I lived and how many people were resistant to going and were like, this is actually going to harm your body if you go to this particular practice. It's just wild to me. But there's also that other what was that other one that's called? 
it was like wild something wild country i think i didn't watch that one yet but i'm like i watched a parody of that documentary that probably doesn't count <laughs> no, but it, the documentary was so good like it was so good and it just had me just freaking out a little bit i was like oh god oh god am i gonna accidentally start a cult am i accidentally doing these things I don't ever want to feel like I'm someone's like go be end and end all for anybody. Same. In practice. I 100% agree with you that free will practice. But I also want to just have a bit of comfort that we're not like cis hetero men. Sorry, cis hetero men. I don't need to shit talk you all. But just like, you've made a lot of mistakes. And that's okay. We can all own them. Yeah, we can learn from these mistakes. But Accountability is important. Yes. Just take accountability. Accountability. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. But I do, yeah, I just get concerned sometimes that, like, I always want people to question me. Yeah. They're like, hey, I don't know if this totally flies. It's like, that's cool. Yeah. And because I am such a big fan of critical thinking. I agree. Me too. I love critical thinking. I love literacy and people being able to, like, read and learn yeah. and make develop their own opinions. And there is that often, like, fine line in the spiritual and the magical world where it's, like, I mean, in general, so many people will just be, like, okay, I heard this one thing once. This is how it is. Yeah. And there's a reluctance to ever veer away from that or develop your own practices or question any of these things that are written. Exactly. And that comes down to people's, like, judgments around that magic needs to be a certain way and have these rules and structures and I don't agree with that yeah and I agree like when I'm reading for folks or I'm getting messages for folks it may come out as a certain way but when a person's when I'm reading for a person and they're like actually this I think has to do with x y and z then that's the way that they're supposed to take it as exactly it is not I'm just a filter yeah I am not your you know, life book telling you what to do. Like, yeah. I will never feel comfortable saying to you, you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I also believe that, you know, the universe will bring tower moments if you don't shift your life. So they're just got to be <laughs> clear about that piece. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had a mini anxiety attack over that. And I was yeah. talking to my best friend about it too. And he was just like, Danielle, you're not gonna sexually assault people like you're not doing those tactics I was like yeah that's true that's true I'm not that person I'm not that dude because I think you do have to enter into things with the intent of manipulating people to do it but not entirely like I think that there's sometimes I guess it can be like unintentional as well exactly and I think that has to do with power structures right yeah and that's all what it comes down to when we're talking about violence against people it's when someone feels like they have more power over someone else so maybe with this nexium or whatever it's called right nexium 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 i never know why i don't know it's because there's no vowels and that makes things confusing okay that's fair i wonder why they don't have vowels and i wonder why like okay curious anytime i but because of nexium anytime i see things like there's a like the gym gym movement where it's like spelt in a way without vowels i'm like you're a cult it makes me worried when there's no vowels because it's like cults don't like vowels for some reason. That's weird. Okay. 
Anyways. <laughs> no, no, it's funny. Um, but I do think that it just has to do with, like, when someone – I mean, this is, like, with anybody with amount yeah. of power. Like, we see this with our government. Like, we see oh, this with, God. like, yeah. public figures. We see it with everybody. If you are given power – and you feel like you can get away with more. So that means that you feel like you would be more supported. You would feel like you can have more backing. And that's why you will take more risks. Not risks, but actions against other people yeah. in enact violence. Because you know that you have power totally. over someone else. Especially if people are also raising you up. Exactly. This one thing that freaks me out about my own Instagram is because yeah. like a lot of people see me as like a person that they can learn from whatever yeah which is cool whatever I have to kind of like change that though and like not tell people specific like when people come to me and like how do I do this thing and then I'm always like I don't know fucking google it I don't I know but I always like it's an, for me as someone who's like kind of an egalitarian anarcho-feminist I don't want people putting me up on this pedestal to the point that they don't think about how things act within their own life. I know. Or un or unwilling to go in, into the world to research themselves. It's like, no, we're like we're in the age of information. Yeah. Just get on DuckDuckGo because it doesn't cert use like your own search algorithms. Go and search stuff and learn that way. Go to a library. Very true. Maybe not now. That's I don't know if libraries are open yet. I think they are. Maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyways, but yeah, I don't don't put people up on pedestals. Question people. Use critical thinking. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> exactly. And create pathways for people. Yeah. Like that's what we should all be doing. Yeah. Is getting that gatekeeper experience is not okay. Yeah. And like let's create pathways. It's time. Sometimes I feel weird about, because, like, I, I know I meant to write a book about witchcraft in some way, and it's still, mm -hmm. like, shaping itself. But I'm just like, how do I do this in such a way that I can write a book but still really encourage people to ask questions and explore and develop their own practices? I'm figuring it out. I know. <laughs> it's a I'm in the same boat around teaching around intuition. Yeah. And, like, how to build your intuition. I've been told I need to do that. And as I say this, I get the shivers again. So they're just like, mm -hmm. yeah, Danielle, you gotta do it. But it feels really uncomfortable to be in that place of, I'm teaching you. Like, yeah. this is when it's just my own experience with it. Yeah, but that's how teaching works largely. Yeah, it's true. But I guess that's the, like, there are always those teachers that they're good teachers because they're, like, giving you the information, but then also telling you question things and like expand your mind and whatever yeah and so, use it how you want to use it yeah so there are ways to teach to do that because like obviously the world needs teachers mm -hmm. and people want teachers yeah i guess as a teacher just don't be an asshole and don't try to control people's minds exactly rigidity doesn't really do much no rigidity needs to is just needed in architecture to keep up houses yeah really. exactly and maybe dams yeah and other structural things. Yeah, just physical. Yeah, physical, physical, physical structures. structures. <laughs> Not brains. <laughs> no. Physical structures. <laughs> but it's true. Like, teachers also learn from students, right? So yeah. needing to recognize that as well. I guess we're going to wrap for today. We covered all kinds of things. And before we go, we're going to 
Um, Danielle's going to pull a card for us. We're going to discuss it. Yeah. See what comes up. Let's see what pops. We have action. Oh. Which I think really, truly touches on what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. With regards to moving that, shifting that stagnant energy that we're the only ones that can shift it at this time. Yeah. And that we're needing to take ownership on this action piece. I understand we're all at a place of fear in this unknown of like really not knowing where we're being, where we are being led to next. But a part of this kind of lead of, because I really do think that once we take an action, we're actually going to be led to a new path and new timeline. Like I keep, I keep talking about timelines and I don't know why. Mm. So it has to do something with regards to the guides are just wanting me to talk about it a lot. And what I mean by timelines is like sometimes is you're on a current path that is leading you to maybe a final destination, but depending on your growth, you can actually learn all those lessons in such a short period of time. And that can actually shift you forward to a new timeline. So if like, let's say, I don't know, a good example could be, you know, you are at this time, you're, you're very like set on one type of job. So your path is aligned to that job. But during that path, you have to learn these certain lessons and then it only gets you to a certain level or something. It's almost like I keep thinking the well, life is literally a Mario kind of game. Like it's literally a Nintendo game in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, like that's how I think about life sometimes. Same. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because of this timeline shift, you can learn these lessons like literally sometimes in a week. It, it's really just a matter of you integrating those lessons that you've learned in the past and then really just like being conscious of what you're learning and then you can propel yourself forward. So let's say you wanted this job, you're on that path to a job. But what if there's something where you're supposed to have maybe, I don't know, a position with higher power or something mm -hmm. like that or you're supposed to, you know, lead a community in some way you can then can be led to a different path, which means then that you are kind of leveling up in some capacity for like the greater good of the collective of the community. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's what I'm feeling around that action period of like specifically around those three months. I don't know why they keep saying three months. To me, do you know I have anything coming up in three months astrologically? No clue. If anybody knows astrology really well and yeah. can help me make sense, why? Tell us. <laughs> please, because I don't understand it. Maybe I need to just research it a bit more. Do you have anything else you want to add about this? No, I think you like covered it. And yeah, that card is so on point for okay, what we talked about. Oh, <laughs> I love it when it happens. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're not already, follow us at Mystic in the Hag on Instagram. And until next time, mystical beings, bye! bye.